You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna and Brian Kilby. And we are back from kind of a summer break. I guess it kind of ended up being a few weeks off. So sorry for that. But hey, it's perfectly timed uh, our return from summer break because Brian has returned from summer vacation and he went to Disney World, and so in the grand tradition of Get the Skinny, we're just going to talk about the food, what went in his mouth and his fiber-filled gullet. So, Brian, first of all, how are you feeling? Are you recovering nicely from everyone's favorite thing, the summer family vacation? Well, John, I was doing pretty good until about a minute ago, and I'm just going to spoil this for everybody. This is the second time we've recorded this today. What? Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, because, of course, it's been a while since we've done the show. Uh, there was a software update in the time since, and the previous recording didn't record. So, Well, that's have... a shame because that was like the most profane Brian Kilby I ever heard like an hour ago. Yeah, that was I've never heard you describe Disney with so many F-bombs. I know. It's amazing. Uh, but you have done a phenomenal job of getting us started back in the direction that we were going before. So, yeah, I uh, had quite a you know, uh, pretty pretty decent trip as far as uh, all things are con- concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, trip there uh, – so Kim and I love to uh, road trip. It's, it's basically our favorite thing. Uh, so we, we typically uh, do a pretty good job of packing the food. Uh, that we're going to take with us, and typically we'll stop and get things uh, that um, interest us that we see along the way in a restaurant we've never heard of before, or or, or a food that's like a specialty in a certain in, in an area. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but no, most of the food that I actually ate on the way there and on the way back was stuff that we packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly like what fiber one bars, which we love. They're the best thing ever. Uh, the lemon fiber one. Uh, bar is phenomenal. I would absolutely choose that over something like a Snickers or Milky Way. That floors me. They're really good and just ninety calories. I mean, it's it's not like good. It's not like um, oh gosh, how do I say it without sounding terrible? It's not like um, this is a. <laughs> no, I can't say that. That's terrible. Uh-oh. I was going to be sound really sexist by saying that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's. Right. It's like taking it's it's not it's like taking the prettiest girl to the prom. I'll say that it's it's really that good. That should be on the back of the packaging. It should yeah. be on the front. What am I saying? Um, so, okay, so it's ninety calories. It can't be a big bar, right? Oh no, it's about the size of. Um, looking around for something here. So, what's the serving size for Brian? One or two or what? I ate one. I okay. might I might eat another one in, in an hour or two. Um, yeah. Huh. But you know, one's not bad. All right. Well, I, you know what? I um, I'll take that in consideration. I, I'm I'm still stuck in the mode of buying like uh, super ridiculous meal replacement protein bars. Like I, I don't have any kind of like um, oh, I guess like sensible alternative versus you know like uh, other than I guess um, oh, what are they? Um, the um, ah crap. I've got. I do have one. That I do like that is not like a big 100 bar, which is like, gosh, 400 calories. Like that is like a meal yeah, that's from a, a meal. caloric standpoint. God, it's crazy. These are not uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think these are uh, – they're much more like the snacking bar, right? Yeah, and they're not like balanced for everything that you need for a meal. So, Gotcha. 
It's is it all about the fiber? It's all about the fiber. Man. You and Kim and your fiber. Yeah, I really turned her on to fiber since uh we got married. And and do you do you mind me? I know I ask you periodically, how's the how's the pooping? Uh she loves an easy poo and uh so do I. Uh that's you know actually, you know, we'll talk about that. <clears throat> uh traveling, you know, especially. Um Eating different foods and stuff, that's usually a problem, but uh, eating Fiber One bars really helps out with that. Nice. That's oh, yeah. what we all want to hear. Oh, yeah. That's, all we, that's what we all want to picture. Hey, Quest Bars. Quest Bars are what I eat now. Oh, yeah. That's, I've seen those. Yes. I, I couldn't think of the name, but um, so for like a box of 12, it's uh, 25 bucks, something like that, which is okay. And they're about uh, 190 calories, and they have, um, oh, let me see here. About 21 grams of protein, uh, give or take, depending on the flavor. 190 not, calories. Not that 190 calories though is really a paltry meal. Yes, and that's and that's okay. But like like I don't, you know, you can throw back a bar and and not feel like you have to skip a meal or you yeah. just ate a meal. Oh so, yeah, you know what I mean. So that's good. So okay, so so that's the road trip kind of stuff for you guys. Now that you're in the park, let's move to the park. You're in Disney World. Um, what did you guys eat in the park? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember a lot that we actually had in the park other than things like popcorn or um, or cotton candy. We didn't eat a lot. And, of course, since we were on our feet the whole day, I really wasn't worried too much about the, the calories that we had. The only mm-hmm. meal that I can remember was in uh, Frontierland or Wild West World or something, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. in World 4-1 or 1-4 or something. Um, these uh, Those are very different. Yeah. These loaded, uh, these loaded waffle fries, which is basically waffle fries with uh, pulled pork on them, and they're pretty good. Um, and that they, it's kind of funny. Uh, normally, places like that, you think they sort of skimp out and give you like small portions. Mm-hmm. It was so much I could hardly eat it. Oh wow! Yeah, so that was kind That's of impressive. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Uh, was there any cheese on top of that pulled pork? No. Okay, good. No cheese on the pulled pork, please. Good, good, good. I was I was afraid. I was afraid. I mean, because it is a theme park. You know how they do it. Bacon and cheese on everything. Hey, when did loaded fries become a thing? I don't know, but all of a sudden, one day, boom, loaded fries. I actually... Like Wendy's I, has it. I had some yesterday. Uh-huh. As a starter. <clears throat> At a... Kemp, we had a meal for a... Kim's cousin, who turned uh, 16, he got a mm-hmm. new vehicle and everything. I hate him. I don't hate him. I'm kidding. <laughs> but when I was 16, I didn't said. get a vehicle. Uh, when I was 16, I think I got a, a punch in the nose or something. I, I don't. I, that was <laughs> yeah, so... My first car was like as old as me Yeah. at that time. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely mine was. Um, but no good for him and all that. But, yeah, so we, we got loaded uh, loaded bacon cheese fries or something at uh, the restaurant and yeah, I don't know. Just it's we now live in a post loaded fries world and loaded baked potato as well. We have everything loaded. It's just yeah. it's kind of funny. Well, I mean, at some point the world gets bored of its food and it just starts piling it on each other. Yeah. I guess. Is this like the evolution of loaded uh, or of potato skins? I guess. Potato skins I mean, it's really kind aren't of the same stuff. Yeah, potato skins really aren't that's really not a thing here. No. Oh, oh was it ever a thing? No. See, it was a thing. It was a thing here. I think it was a thing in, in pockets around the United States. It was kind of like the white man's nachos. Oh, yeah. You know? But uh, but now definitely loaded French fries are a thing. Now it's like um, 
So have you heard of uh, carne asada fries? Uh, no, I have not. So carne asada fries, carne asada, it's basically skirt steak. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, when people say carne asada, it's, it's, it's skirt steak um, prepared and grilled with um, Mexican, really Tex-Mex uh, flavoring and styling, so to speak. So carne asada fries are just strips of uh, skirt steak with Mexican seasoning and such. And uh, they're treated as the fries in loaded fries. So think of it as like strips of – instead of fries, it's strips of meat with the uh, toppings on top of them. And that's really trendy right now in California. I think it's the yeast. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of protein. I like protein. I do like protein too. I think it's, always, I think it's interesting when you replace the starch with protein. Yeah. Like you're, you're playing with fire there. Like that's a, that's a pretty hefty meal. Yeah, and, and protein is great, but there is too yeah, there is such a thing of uh, it's too much of a good thing. Yeah, and like everything has its place in this world. Yeah, it can only go so far. So anyway, they, uh, all I can tell you is they look good. So hopefully they end up in Texas uh, in an accessible way pretty soon because I'm interested. So okay, so you had um, you had pulled pork. In Disney World, uh, how about hydration? Because you guys are walking around. Like, what are you guys doing? What are you throwing back? Well, I mean, at the park, basically whatever we could get our hands on, mostly Diet Coke and water. Um, outside of the park, because uh, we spent quite a bit of time just in Orlando and at the pool and such, a lot of Powerade Zero, which we picked up at Winn-Dixie. Uh, we went to Winn-Dixie because we don't have those here anymore, and we were very excited about Uh uh, shopping there because that was like a big deal for us as a kid. So, uh, but yeah, we bought a bunch of Powerade Zero and we ended up bringing a lot of it back. Honestly, I thought about tossing a lot of that stuff out because I really just didn't want to. The, the car was packed with stuff, Kim's stuff, my stuff, mother-in-law uh-huh. stuff, and the nephew's stuff. Um, we like, uh, like I said, we like uh, road tripping and picking up things, and there was just no room in the vehicle uh, to. Uh, you know, if we if we found something that we wanted, we just didn't have room for it. That was one of the things that made the trip to TFCon last year so miserable. There, there was just no room. That was Don's. That was Don's fault. Oh, but there okay. was no room. For <laughs> going or coming back? Both, mostly, oh, mostly going though. Don, I love Don. But what did yeah. he? Well, what did he pack? Like a side of beef or what? Yeah, he packed stuff to sell uh, to pay for his trip. Wait. And he brought most of it back or what? No, he bought new stuff. <laughs> okay. It was just different stuff. It was different stuff. Man. Hey, why Powerade Zero instead of like all the other like zero or low cal- calorie energy drinks? Why well, that one? Well, it's not an energy drink. It's um, it's uh, hydration. It's rehydration. Yeah. So uh, you don't really need – you don't really need that stuff. You can get by with water. But water doesn't taste as good as Powerade Zero and Powerade Zero has zero calories. So – uh, which the best Gatorade can do is G2, and that's like still like 70 calories per every 20-ounce bottle. Mm, so, that's true. Yeah, so we choose uh, Powerade Zero. It's um, it's also a little cheaper, too. Ah, is it? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, now that you're back, um, did you have to adjust any to your uh, regular diet, or did you guys not go too crazy overall while you guys were doing your trip stuff? Uh you know, we really didn't eat that much. Uh, That's good. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, we probably had a lot. We probably had a, a lot of food, like when we went to Daytona Beach, 
Mm-hmm. I think we ordered pizza. And I, I ate like a half a medium pizza and an order of wings, um, which, you know, really isn't a ridiculous amount of food. It's more food than I need. But, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's not like a tremendous amount. Did you tweet amount. a picture of that deep dish pizza? I did. Uh, that okay, was that was that was not the, that was not what I had. I had like two slices of that. That's all I could manage. Okay. So, uh, like in Chicago, whenever I get a chance to go, <clears throat> yeah. we've uh, made a point to go to uh, Giordano's for deep dish pizza. Mm. And uh, of course, there happened to be a Giordano's down in Daytona. No, pardon me, not, not Daytona, in Orlando. So we, uh, Kim and I both got one, and I think we each had two slices, and the rest basically got thrown away. So it was a total waste. Oh well, but you. But at least you got to, you got to have some. Oh yeah, I would. I, you know, I would gladly pay what I paid for those two slices because they were amazing. Yes, that is that is great stuff for sure. Um, so, you know, I uh, honestly look forward to road trips and things like this because it is when I kind of like put cheat days back to back to back to back <laughs> so uh do you are, are you sad i don't know if you're the same way but are you satisfied with your uh with your eating adventures or do you wish that you had done a little bit more you know got a little bit crazier while you had the chance uh no i was actually pretty pretty satisfied yeah i'd actually uh, wanted to try to hardcore diet when i was there but it's just it's not convenient to do that you did i wanted to but it's just not convenient so well what was that what was the plan uh you know, eat. Describe that to me. Starvation? Uh, no. I mean, so one thing I did while I was there, uh, we talk about uh, apps that we like, and I ended up upgrading the um, to the premium version of what's the app that we use um, to track um, calories? B- 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 b. I can't remember. I, I just open it I like, without yeah. even looking at the. Yeah, name. I don't ha- like. I don't have. Uh, I don't we live have in a world of iconography. That's true. It is, and I'm looking at my phone. I just picked it up my net diary. Uh-huh. I uh, subscribe to the premium version to help uh, track, to help plan meals at the macronutrient level. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up uh, subscribing to that and uh, uh, tracked my food a little better while I was there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I didn't go all out and all crazy. I, I just made sure that I was under my cap when possible. Mm-hmm. There were days I didn't track, but the days I tracked, I kept under my uh, under my cap, and I got quite a bit of activity in. Hey man, it's like we say, just being aware. Yeah, makes you eat better or not crazy. Hmm. So hey, going back real quick to the Giordano's. Did that Giordano's in Florida hold up to the stuff in Chicago? Yeah, it's exactly the same. Cool. Yeah. I guess well, sort of disheartening in some way. Well, I mean, yeah. But cool. Just that they can replicate it everywhere. Apparently, is you know. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. What am I saying? It's awesome. I mean, it's one of those things. Like people talk about how New York has such great pizza because of the water, uh, the uh, the municipal water supply is mm-hmm. uh, uniformly good in New York, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason the pizza is so good. Um, I've never actually heard anyone say that, about, say that about Chicago, so I don't I don't see why you couldn't replicate that. You know, basically anywhere. Yeah, I guess I could see them if they wanted to build a myth. They could say something about maybe the cheese. Local farms or something like that up there. I don't know. Like if you wanted to build the myth, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, they don't even try. I guess. Hmm. Interesting. Well, okay. So any any final thoughts on the road trip, Brian? Uh, you know, no. Um, I, I basically glad spent to be alive. Glad to be back. Glad to be home. God, I'm never doing that again. <sighs> it says almost everyone right after a family vacation. Yeah. 
even the good ones. If you if you're one of the few people that have, if you're one of the two percent that have a really successful family vacation, you still say, "I never want to do that again" because I want to end on a high. Yeah. But the other ninety eight percent are with you, Brian. Yeah, I'm not doing that. There's no shame. Yeah. There's no sh- there's no shame in a failed <laughs> or a regrettable family vacation because they are almost all like that. Yeah, that's why you got to savor your meals. This is true. You can at least like like every man <clears throat> in this world. You just like no matter how chaotic or terrible everything is happening around you, at least you can savor every bite of your meal and just kind of be alone with yourself in your mind for split <laughs> seconds. That's true. That, that's and when th- you're taking those healthy poos, same thing. Yeah, I probably needed more of those bars on the way to uh, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> just to eat out of rage? Yeah. Just <laughs> something to chew on? Yeah. Maybe like your belt? Yeah. That something. also works. Yeah, something like that. So you don't swallow your tongue out of pure hate. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, I've been there before. I've been there before. Well, let me see here. Before we go, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything on the uh, diet or health front that I need to talk about. You know what? I haven't talked about – real quick, I haven't talked about in a while CrossFit. CrossFit's going along swimmingly, um, I might say. I've kind of settled into um, a routine with CrossFit. And here's something that uh, I will – recommend for everybody, not just about CrossFit, but about fitness in, in general, is that I had to, to make CrossFit work, I had to start doing it in the morning. And I hate working out in the morning. Oh, me too. I hate getting up earlier than I have to on a weekday, let alone a, a weekend. And um, it ended up being really the only way I could schedule CrossFit in a sustainable way and in a way that I had basically like no excuse uh, to skip CrossFit because my built-in excuse for skipping CrossFit or pushing it uh, back a day continuously was if I if it was at the end of the day I could make my argument I could make the argument to myself that I was too tired or um, I had something I needed to do once I got home and I didn't have time for it so I had those built-in excuses. Well, if I go to CrossFit, um, the 6 a.m. class, which is what I do now, <laughs> um, there's no excuse. And so I have to do it. And after a couple of weeks, I think two and a half weeks or so, maybe three weeks at this point of doing that, now it's become a routine. So now it's kind of built into my into my brain that that's just what I do two or three times a week. That's, so that's, that's awesome. what it took. Thanks. I've... And that, that's what it took. And it, it sucked at the beginning. But – Sometimes that's what it takes. And now it's just a thing. So I don't even think about it now. And um, as far as like the workouts to themselves, they um, they still get to me every now and then. There's some that are obviously more intense than others and that are meant to kind of break you, so to speak. But they're not all like that. So it's not discouraging. Um, at this point, I think, I think I've, I've tried most every workout or movement that they, that they do. They mix it up. Every class has been significantly different, even if we've layered in some stuff that we've done before. Um, I really enjoy it. And uh, one thing that I would say about workout uh, classes like that, I have noticed this definitely, is that the morning classes tend to be a little bit tamer because everybody's half asleep when they're starting and less intense than the afternoon classes. The afternoon classes um, are filled with like – people who were 
college and high school athletes and still think they can do it. And when you mix those in with the casual people, it's kind of kind of annoying. You know what I mean? Like you have people who are super intense and think that they're going somewhere with this and you have the people who are more reasonable and doing it for just personal wellness. When you mix those two up, it's kind of annoying. But in the morning classes, it tends to be uh, much more level-headed people kind of across the board. And even those intense people, there may be two or three of them, but it takes them a while to warm up. And by that time, they're kind of off doing their own thing. So I, I actually like the vibe of the morning classes better. There tends to be like this uh, finish the day strong and a little bit more rage infused in the afternoon and evening classes, and I don't dig that so much. So anyway, two thumbs up. CrossFit is still going strong, and the morning schedule has worked out quite nicely for me. That's good. Um, Morning is the hardest time possible for me to work out. Uh, It's tough. I hate it. Uh, Kim and I were uh, going to the gym in the afternoon, and it was so full evening, and it was so packed. We just Mm -hmm. started started going in the morning, and it's just so hard to get up. Uh, I I can't do it. It's it's not easy. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, like it's it's always going to be kind of a struggle for me to to take that. It's that it's that initial like urge to like just get out of bed. Just like just move. Just start moving. Once I hit the shower, I'm probably okay. It kind of wakes me up. And by the time I get to the gym, you know, I'm the I'm I'm there. So when, I'm doing. When you say morning, what time are we talking about? Uh, five twenty. When I'll get up. Okay. So uh, to go work out. So like I get up at five twenty, and then I need to be at the be at CrossFit by, uh, you know, ten to ten to six, something like that. Okay. Where normally, if it was like if it's a normal day where I'm not going to CrossFit, I don't have to get up until my kid wakes up, which is hopefully around like six thirty. Okay, yeah, when we were doing the gym, we were getting here at about 4.30. Uh, 4.30 in the morning? Morning, yeah. That's tough, man. It sucked. Yeah, even I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. They have like a 5.30 class, I think, at CrossFit, which would mean I'd have to get up uh, before 5. And I, I can't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. How'd you guys do that? We're stupid. <laughs> but never again, right? Yeah, now we we would get up at about four thirty and get there uh, usually by about yeah five four fifty, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was just not fun. We basically we would have to wrap up and be in the shower and out of the shower by about six thirty to get to work by eight since we both have a commute of about an hour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not fun. The one I will say that is now that is another thing that I do enjoy about. Um, CrossFit or I guess appreciate is that since it's a timed workout, if it's part of like a schedule, it's um, it's predictable, which I like that. So versus like a free form workout yeah. where you're kind of in there and you've got like, I'm going to do this, this and this and it's kind of on you since CrossFit is like it is a scheduled workout, then that's that's pretty sweet if you're working it into the day somehow because you can predict and know when it's going to be over and when you're going to be in your car and when you're going to be like on your way. Um, that's good. So that's a big plus. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you're going to be there an hour period. And, um, and it, even if it's going long, they'll, I mean, the instructor has been really cool. Like the one or two times we've clearly gone long, he's told us and he's kept really tight time and he's told us, you know, if you don't have time to do the final workout, just go. Cause I know you're on a schedule but if you have time, we have like one more movement to do and you can stick around. So so they're pretty sensitive to stuff like that. So I appreciate that for sure. 
especially as uh, everybody in there is um, not a kid, put it that way. They're clearly like young professionals up to um, probably retirees. It's pretty impressive. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that are definitely in their 40s, at least in their 40s, not 50s. Um, still moving and grooving, man, doing what they can. So, you know, more power to them. Uh, Brian, anything else this week on Get the Skinny? No, I think that's it for me. Um, I think that's it for me. So, uh, so guys, before we go, let's get back into the groove, Brian. Let's, uh, let's pander and ask for some shekels. Oh, yeah. Why not? Um, you know, Get the Skinny is part of all the fine podcasts that started <clears throat> with Brian Kilby's twinkle in his eye. Oh, how many years ago? Back in what, 98, 99? I forget. 99. Yeah, we went through this. It'll, be 99. it'll be 16 years here in about two weeks. Man, believe it, guys. Believe it. 16 years ago, right now, I was planning out the first episode. Crazy. Hey, if you want to hear about the history of, uh, of RFC and, and Brian's podcast, Empire, oh, yeah. why, don't, why don't you listen to the minicast? Um, you can find it. I forget what number it is, 30. but you can just look it up. It's 30. Whenever, uh, oh, nice round number. So Minicast 30, Brian and I talk in depth about the history of, uh, of what you're listening to, basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Get the Skinny is part of that, uh, that vast kingdom. And you oh, can yeah. support Get the Skinny and every other podcast that you can find at uh, tfradio.net by going to tfradio.net, clicking the Amazon link, and then doing your shopping. So you don't have to buy anything extra or anything different, but when you click on the Amazon link at tfradio.net, you support us. Because when you check out... Some nickels and dimes go into Brian Kilby's pocket, and he uses those to keep the podcasts going, flowing, and free, and we know you like that, and we love you for listening. So until next time, um, I'm John DeLuna. Brian, do you want to wave to the public? I'm waving right now. You just can't see it. Um, But I can feel it. And uh, we will see you guys on the next Get the Skin. This has been Get the Skinny. 